REI, eBay, John Lewis, and Levi's, among several others, all announced layoffs this week, joining the ranks of Macy's and Wayfair from the week before. According to CNBC, eBay plans to cut 9% of its staff, which equates to about 1,000 full-time jobs. And Levi's says that it too will cut 10 to 15% of its global corporate workforce. REI also plans to cut 357 of its employees, according to Fox Business. And finally, according to Draper's, John Lewis may cut as many as 11,000 of its total 76,000 member workforce. Whoa, that is a lot. Yeah. Um, ben, I'm going to go to you first here on this one. What do you think of these announcements first? And what, if anything, do you say, do you think that it says might be on the minds of your average corporate retail executive right now? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, re look, redundancy stories are always tough. Yeah. yeah. You kind of run through numbers like that. They're big numbers, but each one of them is alive, is a livelihood. Um, yeah. Out of redundancies, you always get great stories. You know, people that are able to make that change that they wanted to make with sometimes with a bit of money in their pockets, um, but not everyone. So look, firstly, wish everybody involved best of luck um, and finding the next role and, and making forward. And just as kind of every number has got a, an individual story behind it, each of the retailers, in, I think, has got a different story. So what well, I guess... What I wanted to do is maybe just dive a little, a little bit more into one of them, and probably one that I've got a bit of knowledge around, which is John Lewis. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Look, that that that's a big old number. Um, I think, firstly, in the detail, it's going to be a gradual reduction. So this is this is a five year reduction that, that we're going to see in terms of headcount. So there'll be some redundancy, and there'll be some sort of just not replacing departing staff. So probably a slightly longer time scale than. Yeah, the eBay announcement, for example, but you're still talking 10 to 15% of the workforce. I think you've got to put it in context of John Lewis' performance. This is the former bellwether of the British High Street uh, right. that made you know $300 million loss last year. And, and it, 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 this loss is widening. Um, and you know, in an inflationary environment, the, the, the business top line sales went down 2% last year. So, and I think that starts to paint the picture, especially when you compare it to, let's say, Marks and Spencers. So, I know we've chatted about Marks and Spencers before. That uh, I, I kind of emailed you guys and said they should be your retail of the year last year because <laughs> you did absolutely smashing it. You, did. Um, you know, so really similar proposition: high street department stores and food proposition, similar to John Lewis Partnership. Yeah, they grew turnover ten percent last year. You know, $600 million of EBITDA. So it's not a structural issue for John Lewis. You know, there is a competitor with a really similar proposition doing really, really well. So I think you've got to look at what's going on in that business. And, and this is where I give look kudos to Neil Saunders. He's already been out on LinkedIn and already done some math where he's kind of been comparing um, sales per employee between M&S and, and John Lewis. And the average, it's very crude, um, and he, he accepts that, but the, the average M&S employee is delivering 15% more revenue than the average John Lewis employee. I, I didn't compare that to Target. The average Target employee delivers 33% more revenue than the M&S employee, uh, wow. than a John Lewis employee. So I, I think... You, you can definitely draw the case that John Lewis was potentially overstaffed, horrible word to use, but the numbers would would seem to would seem to back that up. There is this 
I don't know, normalization. There was a bit of overhiring across the whole industry during COVID. So we've seen a little bit of that potentially in, indexing out. I think ultimately for John Lewis, the, the, there's leadership change coming. There's a new chair coming in. Um, there's already a new department store boss coming in. People I speak to in the business talk positively about some of the new hires. There's a bit of momentum maybe coming back to the department store business. So I think you know, there are green shoots in that. But the key question, what should be on the mind of retail executives? You've got to grow the top line. If you're not growing the top line, this is where you get to. And it's really hard to turn it around when, when you're making cuts of this scale. Right. And I mean, cutting, unfortunately, cutting jobs is the quickest way to do that you know cutting staff is is the best way to quickly improve the bottom line um so i i, I think you're on the right track and neil as well too um uh, chris i'm curious from your perspective i mean you were an executive at target like this is something that you and i both have had to go through what are your thoughts about these announcements yeah i think i'll, I'll, I'll echo what ben was saying too the other part of that john lewis story is like i can remember being in london in 2013 and thinking john lewis was the best omnichannel retailer bar none and it's it's amazing to see how far you know that that reputation has slipped or how actually in a lot of ways how much the rest of the industry has met those expectations and then exceeded what they were doing too is the other point of this but i think what yeah. these the the, the 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 announcements in totality say probably three things to me and one that there's there's potentially still a lag effect on all of this on the economy and we don't know what that impact is yet but, but it could there could still be something coming so that's something we got to watch out for as a retail industry the second thing it tells me is it's going to have an impact on retail innovation and IT investment you have to think budgets are going to stay very tight this year even though they're trying to grow the top line mm -hmm. they're taking these these measures or these steps to you know improve the bottom line as well but you have to think those budgets are going to stay tight and so that brings me to the third point which is it was a show me the money year last year for IT investments. It's still going to be a show me the money uh, year for IT investments because they're going to have to meet the ROI hurdle. So that tells me too, if you're a corporate retail employee and you're working on a metaverse project or a Roblox project or something like that, you better get your resume ready because, or you know, you need at least to be thinking about it because you're probably not in that safe a position as, as these executives start to reallocate their resources appropriately to define, to go after what they need to, to keep the business thriving. Yeah. I think those are great points, Chris. I think the only thing that I would throw in to close us out is, you know, what as, as retail executives making these decisions, like we said, it's a quick, the quickest way to improve the overall P and L, but I think what you need to be considering here is that you are dealing with human beings and livelihoods and families too. And while it makes the bottom line better, what impact are you having on the people that are left behind? And what kind of work are you getting out of those teams when you're trying to work leaner, you're trying to be more agile. And like the Wayfair executive a couple of weeks ago, or the right. CEO was saying like, you have to, we need you to work harder. We need you to you know, put more into work. Like, are you going to get that from somebody who's constantly worried about the next round of layoffs and whether or not they're making and making that cut? So I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind for these executives as they're thinking through who's going, who's staying and how many rounds of these we're going to do each, you know, few months like it's been. Yeah, that's a part B of this story. When John, when Ben said like John Lewis is is kind of stage gating their layoffs too, similar to Wayfair. That's just a really interesting approach. Which you know, as you talked to A and M last week on the show, they they do not advise that approach at all from their experience. Right. So yeah, it's fascinating to watch to see if maybe that starts to become the norm too. Who knows? 